Good morning, everyone, and welcome to No Need to Argue with Kobe Wittick. It is an early morning here in Denver, Colorado, right about 6.20 a.m., and I am uh, just finished watching the tee-off of Gary Player and Jack Nicholas to start the Masters Tournament. Uh, pretty awesome to see. Unfortunately, uh, Arnold, Parmel, Arnold Palmer I'm sorry, is uh, you know no longer with us, and so... Uh, you know, it was just these two teeing off to, to start the Masters, and what a cool ritual it is. Uh, you know, the gallery is just jam-packed with people. Uh, it probably goes about 50, 60 people deep. Uh, you got people showing up to this that don't even see the tee-off, uh, but they still show up just because they know what an awesome experience it is to be there and to see those two tee off to start the Masters. It's a really cool uh, ceremony that they do every single year. Um, and uh, like the title says, I mean, this is the Super Bowl of golf right here. This is the Masters Tournament. This is what everyone gears up for. I'm always excited because my birthday is on uh, April 7th, this Saturday. So um, I especially like the Masters because it always seems to land on the weekend or week of my birthday. Uh, so it's kind of a little extra treat that I get to experience the Masters and watch it and uh, kind of use my birthday as an excuse to sit in front of the TV all day long and and watch these guys play this beautiful, beautiful course. So uh, we'll be talking a little bit about the Masters today. I want to kind of get into some of my picks, um, you know, people that I think have a really good shot of contending. Uh, we'll pick my winner uh, towards the end of the episode, and we'll kind of talk about uh, some of the field entering today. So first of all, uh, I got to start with the Tony Finau story. I don't know if any of you have seen this. Um, if you get a little squirmish around, uh, you know, certain things with, uh, you know, bones and breaks and blood and that kind of stuff, you might want to, uh, not get on YouTube. I don't know if they'll be showing it on sports center and things like that, but, uh, you know, it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting yesterday. I got, uh, back on a flight for a business trip. I had a little 24 hour business trip and, um, I get into my car after landing back here in Denver and on Sports Talk Radio, the first thing that they're saying as I turn on my my car is that Tony Finau hit a hole in one and fractured his ankle running down the fairway of the par three. As he's looking back at his wife and kids on the tee box, he's running backwards and as he goes to turn to run forward towards the green, he fractures his ankle and he kind of does it twice, which is, I think, the worst part to watch on the videos. He he does it and then he kind of lifts it up and then lands right back on top of it and immediately goes down to the to the ground. But he's very composed and it's like he, he knows what to do or he's done it before or if it's just the adrenaline kicking in. But he bends over, gets on the ground, and literally just snaps his ankle back into place, almost like a punching, just snap it, and when you watch it, oh my gosh, it was, I think it was more funny than kind of squirmish to me, because it was just like, he was so calm about it, I mean, he just had a hole-in-one, one of the coolest experiences in the par 3 contest of the Masters Tournament, and, you know, he bends over after doing so, and just snaps it back into place, and if you watch the video... Uh, you know, it's pretty crazy to see how it just kind of clicks back into place. Like you were, you know, building Legos or something like that. And it just clicks back right, right into place. So, um, I'm sure everybody will be, uh, you know, sharing that video and seeing it. If you're going to the office, 
Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are like, hey, man, you got to check out this video. Um, so just know that that's probably what you're going to be seeing over the next two days. Uh, if anybody wants to show you a YouTube video, uh, you can certainly check it out. It's an unfortunate thing. Um, you know, I, I had Finau probably finishing in the top 20 or 30 in this tournament. I thought that, um, you know, he would make a good run. He's been playing okay this year, making a few pushes. Uh, but, you know, what an unfortunate event. And, you know, he they said that, you know, he's going to ice really well and they're going to see how he is this morning, uh, you know, on this Thursday to start the Masters. And it's like the guy dislocated his ankle, snapped it right back into place. And they're going to ice it overnight and think that this guy's going to be able to go out there and walk 18 holes at Augusta. I mean, have you seen how hilly and crazy the terrain is in Augusta? I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I, I don't think he's going to make it. If he can get through tomorrow, there's no way he gets through Friday. Uh, you know, that's just my opinion. I think that he's going to be um, withdrawing either today or tomorrow. Um, and with that ankle, I mean, being his... His left ankle um, and a right-handed hitter. I just, I just don't think that it's going to be able to hold up, um, and he probably wouldn't be playing over the weekend anyways. So, uh, really, really unfortunate for Tony. Um, you know, obviously, at least he got to experience the par three contest. He got to hit a hole in one in the par three contest, so that's going to be his 2018 Masters claim to fame. And we'll see, uh, you know, what this ankle, you know, truly becomes. Um, you know, as a hindrance to him as we move forward, uh, you know, obviously April, May, you know, June or, I mean, the golf prime months. I mean, this is where you have some of your majors, some of the biggest tournaments going on. Um, so, you know, it's going to be unfortunate to see, you know, how, how much time he needs to take off to get this ankle right and, you know, the rehab and things like that to kind of getting it all straightened out. So uh, I definitely wish the best for Tony. It's an unfortunate event. I apologize, but it was absolutely hilarious when he when he did dislocate his ankle and just snap that thing right back into place. Um, so we'll see what happens. And, you know, the Masters is just such a crazy, crazy, you know, tournament. I mean, you think of last year. Dustin Johnson had to withdraw from the tournament before it even started because he slipped on wooden stairs while wearing socks. I mean, come on, man. Like, some of the stuff that happens here, you just got to think, like, well, what's going on? I mean, Dustin Johnson, I mean, he, I mean, he was top player. I, I think he was still number one in the world last year when that took place. And he's walking around in socks on hardwood floors. And, I mean, I've, I've, Falling on my stairs in socks with carpet. I mean, it, it's so easy to take place if you're not really paying attention because, you know, socks are just so slippery on any surface, it seems. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, so this is two years in a row now where we're probably going to have a player withdraw due to injury before the tournament even starts. Um, you know, so it's a very interesting sequence of events over the last two years that have taken place. And, uh, you know, especially with Tony... You know, celebrating a hole in one. I mean, that's, I've never hit a hole in one. I, I've I've come kind of close. I think the closest I've ever come is about you know within three feet somewhere in there um, on a par three. But you know, so I don't know what I would do. You know, and that's what I was talking with my wife about when I showed her the video last night. You know, I said you got to check this out. I mean, I, I I was the typical guy that said, hey, you know, you got to check out this video and see what happened. And um, you know, it it was just it was crazy to watch the video and then for me to sit there and think and say, gosh, what would I do if I hit a hole in one? You know, I don't know how I would celebrate if I hit a hole in one. Would I, 
Would I be just so shocked I wouldn't know what to do? Would, you know, I start jumping around like crazy and, you know, hopefully I would be there with my dad and brother and my wife or, you know, my mom, you know, maybe a bunch of people that we're playing golf with to kind of celebrate with. You know, I think that would be the worst thing in the world to hit your first hole in one when you're out there playing by yourself on a on an evening night or something like that, you know, where there's no one to celebrate, there's no one to verify that hole in one. And it's kind of just your word and, uh, you know, your honor to claim that hole in one. Um, so, you know, like I said, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to say, well, gosh, yeah, he shouldn't have been running down the fairway or he shouldn't have been running backwards. I mean, he was running backwards because his wife and kids were on the tee box. I mean, think of that excitement to have your wife and kids there when you hit a hole in one at the masters part three tournament, I mean, I I don't know what I would do. Would I be running backwards to look at my wife? Probably. You know, to look at my family? I, I You know, I probably would. Or I'd be celebrating with them for, you know, five minutes before I even walked down to the green to get my ball. Um, you know, so it's hard to say. But, you know, I, I, wish, I wish Tony the best. I, it's an unfortunate event. I, I apologize that it was so, so funny to me. Um, you know, but we'll see what happens with him and everything else moving forward. Um, I did just watch, as I said, uh, the opening ceremony of the masters and it was, it was so cool to watch, you know, the amount of people that still showed up, uh, you know, Gary player and Jack Nicholas, um, you know, are just two amazing people. They do so much for, uh, you know, the game of golf for the community. Um, you know, I was watching the, the par three, you know, contest a little bit last night when they were doing some, some replay of it late, um, after I got back home and, you know, you watch these guys and they were, they were paired up with Tom Watson in the par three. That was kind of their threesome in the par three. And they had their, you know, grandkids out there and they had their kids out there and, you know, everyone's just having a good time. And, and Jack Nicholas grandson, who was helping to caddy for him, hit a hole in one on the ninth hole of the par three. Uh, you know, pretty, pretty cool, you know, experience and, and, uh, you know, visual to see, you know, Jack Nicholas embrace his grandson after hitting a hole in one. And, you know, then he had his granddaughter practicing putting after they all finished. And, uh, you know, Gary Player had his grandson out there and they were all, you know, in arms at the very end. And so it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to just kind of see, you know, what kind of people, you know, these guys are. And, you know, they're very family oriented. They, um, you know, really show a lot of gratitude. Um, you know, for where they are and what they've been able to do. And I think it's just awesome to see how, um, you know, how great that is. And, you know, I think the Masters kind of really, um, you know, encompasses all of that together. Uh, you know, I've heard from many, many people that, you know, when you go to Augustus, it's hard to go to any other golf tournament because of how you're treated, um, you know, the hospitality, how everything is, uh, you know, and the experience of being there. Uh, you know, I've heard that, uh, you know, the cameras just don't do that course justice. Um, you know, the scenery and the landscape and everything around there is just absolutely perfect, um, on every single scale. And so, uh, you know, it's one of those where I've, I put my name on the waiting list for the past three or four years now for the masters to get tickets. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, it's on the bucket list to try and make it there. So hopefully in the next 20 years, I'll be able to, uh, make it, uh, through the waiting list and, and get some tickets available and, and hopefully I'll have, uh, you know, the time and money to get myself down to Augusta, Georgia. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but getting into the field here, um, you know, I know obviously it's a star studded affair as always, uh, you know, Ian Poulter made it in 
with winning the Houston Open last week. He was playing lights out last week. I think that was such an awesome uh, tournament last week to watch on Sunday with him um, going into the playoff and you know the final hole to make that you know long putt to push the playoff and you know then to finally win it in the playoff hole. I think it was just you know really awesome to see how well he played. Uh, you know, Poulter's one of those real streaky golfers. I mean, when he's on, he's playing good, but then, you know, he'll go away for, you know, a couple months, and you never even knew that he was playing in some of these tournaments. So uh, kind of cool to see him win it in uh, the week before. Um, so we'll kind of see how he does, and, um, you know, hopefully he has some uh, some decent success this week. Um, you know, as, as far as the stars, I mean, they are all aligned, um, as we all know. Uh, you know, obviously, I think the biggest story with Tiger Woods, uh, playing the Masters again, uh, first time in three or four years. Uh, so it'll be pretty exciting to see how he does kind of at his old, his old baby. You know, this is, this is his tournament, you know, uh, you know, this is the one that everyone thought he would be able to catch Jack Nicholas with, um, because of, you know, his success in the past. So, uh, definitely, you know, still a possibility out there to see how he, you know, kind of handles being back here. And, uh, you know, what he's able to do, you know, especially Thursday, Friday, if he's going to be able to kind of put himself in contention heading into the weekend, if he'll make the cut. I mean, I would hope to think that Tiger would make the cut with his experience and knowledge of this course, um, that he'd be able to at least play well enough to, um, you know, make it into Saturday, Sunday um, play. Um, And I think that's, you know, the cool part is you start looking through, you know, the the players here. I mean, we got, you know, Bubba Watson, we got Phil Mickelson, you know, both previous champions, obviously Jordan Spieth. Um, you know, I mean, this guy has absolutely just owned this golf course the last couple of years, um, you know, minus just a couple holes uh, that, you know, everyone kind of knows about. If you follow golf or watch the Masters, you know all about Jordan Spieth and, and hole 13 um, and some of his struggles, uh, you know, that he's had in certain areas of the course. Uh, but obviously, I mean, you know, with his success here, um, you know, at the at the Masters and at Augusta National, I mean, I, I always have to think that Jordan Spieth is going to be in contention going, uh, you know, into Sunday. Uh, you know, he just plays so well on this course. Um, you know, and then, you know, like I said, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, top players. You know, McElroy has been one that I've heard a lot of people talk about being kind of their favorite to finally win this one. Um, you know, that would complete his career grand slam. Um, I'm trying to remember what year it was where he was 11 or 10 shots in the lead and then just completely fell apart, um, you know, on Friday or Saturday. And it was just, you know, you're watching this kid just own everything and just destroy every hole and no one can touch him. And then next thing you know, uh, you know, he goes just down this really, really, really hard fall of bogeys and double bogeys and and lost balls and missed shots and everything else and then you know he ends up uh he ends up losing it completely and so it was kind of um you know interesting to see you know how he's worked back in this tournament and obviously he's had a ton of success um you know and they said that he's kind of cut down his his body type a little bit you know they said that he was getting a little too focused on you know building up and beefing up and and all the muscle that he had gained, and it had kind of hurt his swing, and um, you know a few few other things going on with him and his body 
um, you know, kind of similar to what they said Tiger Woods kind of, you know, overdid when he was working out and getting real big and it was, you know, hurting his his injuries and things like that when it came to. Um, so we'll kind of see how McElroy does. Um, you know, I, I, he's not my favorite to win, um, but I definitely think that, you know, he'll he'll be kind of contending and he'll play he'll play well this week. Um, you know, Jason Day, obviously, um, you know, a big name you always have to look out for. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think the other one is, uh, Justin Rose, uh, Rose has always, you know, played really well here and, um, you know, kind of been in contention most of the time. So I think that he's another name to kind of look out for, um, Henrik Stenson, uh, you know, I think he's been playing really, really well lately. I think that he's going to be, um, you know, a big, big contender. And then Dustin Johnson, you know, as we talked about before, you know, last year he had to withdrawal because of the injury and because of the fall and you know <clears throat> I think it'll be interesting to see how he plays this week um you know he's kind of been I wouldn't say disappointing but kind of playing you know under the radar you could say um a little bit over the past couple months uh you know being the number one ranked player and everything like that coming in um you know it'll be interesting to see how he does if he can rebound um you know, from some of his, you know, kind of downfalls and things like that and get himself back on track. Um, you know, and then Justin Thomas, I think, you know, this kid has been playing lights out. I mean, he ended last year hot. He started this year hot. Um, you know, and I think it'll be, you know, really cool to watch and see how he does. I was watching, um, you know, his interview, I think on Monday or Tuesday when he was meeting with the press and the kid is just a stand-up guy. I absolutely love um, you know, hearing him talk and, you know, how he goes about his business and the way he, you know, presents himself. And, you know, he's very humbled. He constantly talks about, you know, all the other players and how good they are and, you know, how he's still chasing and working to get better. You know, he referenced Jordan Spieth a couple of times about, you know, how how great he is and how great he's been and how Justin Thomas is still, you know, in a sense chasing and trying to, um, you know, follow Jordan Spieth's lead. Um, even though, you know, it, it seemed like last year, Justin Thomas had completely lapped, you know, Jordan Spieth and, you know, it, it was the other way around now. Um, so it was kind of cool to hear, you know, just how humble and grateful he is. And, you know, he's continuing to try and better himself in every way possible. So, um, you know, really, really great guy. I love, love Justin Thomas. I, I definitely wish him the best. And I think that he will be a top contender this year. Um, you know, I think, what I was talking about with a buddy of mine a couple of days ago was, you know, could you imagine if on Sunday at the start of Sunday, your top 10 included Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and, uh, Bubba Watson. I mean, could you just imagine if those four or five were in the top 10 contending, Going into Sunday, <clears throat> I mean, uh, the 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 crowds, the craze, the viewers on TV. I mean, you would probably have a record-breaking Sunday viewership if you had some of these big-time names, you know, all in contention going into Sunday. Um, you know, Rory McIlroy, you could put in there. Dustin Johnson, you can put in there. Um, you know, maybe even Sergio winning it last year. Uh, but I mean, if you get some of these past champions and the big names right now, and especially with Tiger Woods, um, you know, coming back, I think he would kind of be the catalyst. Uh, you know, if Tiger Woods and 
in contention going into Sunday or throughout Sunday. I think that, uh, you know, it's definitely going to be, you know, the talk of everything going on and viewership is going to be crazy. And, um, you know, I think that it would be, you know, kind of wild to see uh, Tiger Woods come back and win this, um, you know, in his first year kind of back playing. But, I mean, just to be in contention, I think, would really set the year up, um, you know, nicely, I think, for golf, for, you know, the PGA uh, for fans and, um, you know, everyone else involved. So, um, you know, I, I really hope, I really hope Tiger is, uh, you know, in contention, maybe in the top 10, maybe in the top five going into Sunday, um, you know, cause I think it would be really, really cool to just kind of see, um, you know, the crowds and the embrace of, you know, Tiger Woods and the craze that comes with Tiger Woods and him playing well and contending and, um, you know, maybe seeing him and Phil paired together on the last day, you know, how, how crazy would that group be if, uh, you know, Tiger and Phil were paired or maybe even Tiger and Spieth. I mean, could you imagine that Tiger and Spieth together on Sunday? Uh, you know, maybe Phil and, and, uh, Thomas are paired, maybe McElroy and, and Dustin Johnson are paired. Um, you know, there could be some really, really good pairings on Sunday. So, um, definitely stay tuned and we'll kind of see how today, you know, the start goes and who jumps out to an early lead and then who, you know, catches back up tomorrow and then Saturday who really, you know, steps up, um, you know, moving into, uh, you know, the weekend. So it'll be very interesting and cool to watch and see what happens. Um, but I'd have to say right now, if, uh, you know, I was asked to pick my winner, uh, for the 2018 masters, I am going to have to take. I need a drum roll, huh? The silence isn't good enough. I need a little bit of a drum roll. Uh, but my winner is Bubba Watson. Um, I think that, you know, Bubba's been playing just so, so well, um, you know, in the match play and, you know, some of these other tournaments, he's been playing really well. I think that, you know, this course plays really well to him. Um, you know, I mean, they're talking about extending the 13th hole just because of how far these guys are hitting it now. And Bubba is driving that train uh, with the driver. So, um, I'm going to pick Bubba to win it. I think that if his putting stays where it is, you know, he changed his, um, putter, he changed his, you know, kind of stroke with the putter, um, to better, um, his putting. And I think that it's been tremendous. I think it's gone a really long way for him. And, uh, you know, I think that if that putter is working, um, at Augusta with these hard, fast greens, if he can get that figured out and those things working like it has been, I think that Bubba has a big time chance to win this thing and kind of come up out of nowhere. Um, you know, I haven't heard a lot of chatter about Bubba Watson being the winner. Um, but you know, that's, that's kind of how I like to play it. I like to take those underdogs sometimes and the people that, um, you know, aren't talking about. Um, so I, I, I think, I, I think I got a good chance with Bubba. Um, you know, I think Spieth is going to be there. He would be my second pick. Um, you know, it's hard to bet against Spieth the way he's played this course the past three years. Um, you know, so it was, it was hard for me not to take Spieth as my absolute number one winner, but he would definitely be my close second uh, to pick as a winner if I if I had a close second. And uh, my my third pick, if I had one or if I could take a third one, um, I would have to go with Tiger. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go with the long shot. Um, you know, I had always said when, when everything happened with Tiger and his injuries and, you know, everything off of the course that he would never, uh, win another major. Um, and it would be hard for him to win another tournament. I think just with the turmoil and the, and the emotional downfall and mental, um, you know, 
just struggle that he had to go through to kind of get back to where he is. And I have to commend him for that. Um, I, I didn't think that he'd be able to do it, honestly. Um, you know, the way everything went down and the way he was and how everything was going. Um, but, you know, I really, really am rooting for Tiger. I've always loved Tiger. I love watching him as a kid with my dad. And, uh, you know, I really hope that he's in contention. If he can get this win, phew, hey, more power to him. Uh, you know, I think that that would be really, really cool. It'd be great for golf to have Tiger back. Um, you know, I know when I go golfing with buddies, you know, when you when you hit a good shot, everyone still says Tiger. Uh, you know, that's what everyone says. You know, it's not Spieth yet. It's not Lefty. It's not, uh, you know, Rory. It's it's Tiger. Everyone says Tiger. That was, you know, my generation, especially, you know, in his prime growing up. If you if you watch golf or were a golf fan, it was all about Tiger Woods. Um, so I do I do I do hope that he you know, really steps up and, and makes this comeback real. And it's not just another, um, you know, run, run through, you know, a couple tournaments and then injuries come back again. So, um, I do, I do hope that he can get that taken care of. So that is my, uh, that's my master's take guys. That's, that's everything I got. I appreciate you all for tuning in. Um, I will have a big, big, big episode on the NFL draft next week. Um, you know, obviously that's coming up. We have so many trades and stuff going on. I'm really looking forward to uh, getting that taken care of. And I've been kind of working on that one a little bit, but I wanted to get this this Masters uh, episode out there, um, you know, just because it started today and I watched the opening ceremony and I was up at, you know, 4.30 this morning for absolutely no reason because I couldn't sleep. And I said, you know what, let's get on the mic. So thank you all for listening um, please, please, uh, you know, hit me up on the comments, uh, definitely on Twitter as well. Uh, no need two number two, a no need number two, a at no need number two, a, um, so no need to a, um, hit me up on Twitter and, uh, you know, let me know how you're doing, what you like, what you don't like, what I can do better. I'm looking to improve in any way I can guys. This is, this is my first run at it and I just, you know, got a little studio in my basement that I'm trying to get taken care of here. So, um, hit me up with any comments, questions, uh, concerns or, or improvements that you think I need to make. Um, and we will, uh, definitely start the conversation there. So thank you all so much again. This is no need to argue with Kobe Whittick.